on the Aggie Sports Network. From Learfield IMG College, Aggie Basketball has been brought to you by Guild Mortgage, Own What Matters, Zions Bank, we haven't forgotten who keeps us in business. The Logo Shop, we logo stuff. Also by Icon, empowering a more active, balanced lifestyle. Welcome to Aggie Postgame. Here's Scott Gerard. Tough one tonight. Utah State's going to leave Boise with back-to-back losses against the Broncos. 81-77 will be the final in this one as Utah State now uh, and now <laughs> as Utah State suffers this difficult loss and uh, now gets set for two games coming up against Nevada next week. Nevada, remember, they had two games uh, canceled this week because of COVID and uh, is in an interesting uh, situation where they have to rally and try to find if they're able to play two games coming up next week. Um, you also are looking at uh, a Utah State team that got two of the best games that we've seen from Nemeus Keita in an Aggie uniform, and sadly, uh, none of them were able to come up with Ws. Keita with uh, 30 points, 14 of 19 from the field, 2 of 4 from the free throw line, ended up with 11 rebounds, 3 assists, and 2 block shots in this night. Alston was uh, your leading scorer at 23 points tonight, but there were a couple of uh, really key moments in this game. Dennis uh, with 10, and uh, and Keyjab was big in the early part of the second half, but it was Armas who had two back-to-back buckets uh, when Utah State was really making a run and trying to take that lead back. And it was Armas who had back-to-back buckets and played pretty well, about as well as he could have offensively against Keita, uh and uh, really kind of helped keep Utah State at bay. So two of the bigger moments in this game tonight coming from uh, Armas. All right, so let's go down your scoring. As you mentioned, Cato with 30 points, Miller with 10, uh, Ashworth with 7, Shulga with 2, Anthony with 3, Anderson with 8, and Bean with 11. Justin, I thought, played really, really well tonight. 11 points, 5 rebounds, 1 assist. I thought Max Shulga came in. He had a bucket and I thought played well uh, given uh, limited opportunities throughout early part throughout the early part of the season. Difference in this game was second-half shooting. Um, Boise State was just incredible in the second half offensively. They're 17 of 23 from the field. That's 73%, 4 of 6 from 3 for 66%, and, uh, and again, made some critical free throws as well. But their second-half performance was just remarkable overall in this, in this, uh, in this second half. Um, they end up shooting 54% from the field. 50% is Utah State. And then uh, the field goal, or excuse me, the three-point shooting, Broncos end up 41%, uh, Boise State with 29%. And from the free throw line, Boise State uh, was 80%, Utah State was 64%. Broncos shot 20 free throws tonight. They were 16 of 20, and 7 of 11 for the free throw line was Utah State. Uh, you know, there's a conversation to be had of what might have been had Raleigh Wooster been healthy and the Aggies a little bit more healthy in this game. And if you can find a way to get Raleigh Wooster healthy, Coming up into the uh, Mountain West Conference Tournament, that is going to be huge because the Aggies certainly need him and, and need him to be uh, healthy as much as health, as healthy as he possibly can be going into the second half or going into the uh, conference tournament. And again, if, if the games are played next week against Nevada, that's a really good Nevada team that can uh, give you some more problems coming up next week as well. Aggies drop this one, final in this one, 81-277. 
Um, by the way, post-game show brought to you in part by Discount Tires with locations in Logan, Providence, and Smithfield. Discount Tires offers services such as oil changes, emissions, alignments, car maintenance, and more. More information is available at webtires.net. You're listening to Aggie Basketball from Learfield IMG College. Final 81-77, Utah State drops this game to Boise State. Aggies now um, pick up a uh, pick up back-to-back losses. Second time this year they've lost back-to-back games. First time was the uh, second game in the series against Colorado State and then the first game of the UNLV series. Uh, it's the only time this year that they've, uh, they've been swept and the only time outside of the home-and-home losses to San Diego State last year that – uh, Craig Smith has been swept by a conference opponent. Now, remember, that's in the regular season because the game that really mattered, Utah State was able to get a W in the Mountain West Conference Tournament. And that's, you know, look, you know, you can check Lenardi and everybody else tomorrow and over the next couple of days. Um, but you, you, they might say what is a, probably a distinct possibility that Utah State might be in a situation now, considering that there's just not enough games left in the year. Uh, I don't know what Utah State could have on the schedule for games as a uh, as uh, in that makeup week if Utah State has a chance to pick up a couple games there uh, on some reschedules or not. But they certainly are going to need to beat both game, you know, beat Nevada in both games coming up in Logan next week. And it seems like it's been forever since we played a game in Logan. Uh, but certainly feels like one of those uh, situations where Utah State might need to go and win the conference tournament for an NCAA tournament bid. So. Uh, but then again, that's kind of the case where it is more often than not with Utah State, and that might be a, a similar situation. This team over the last couple of years has certainly played very, very well uh, with their back uh, up against the wall. Also, too, you look at uh, Utah State uh, in a situation now where um, they're back home for two games against Nevada. And again, Nevada missed two games uh, this week due to covid and uh, unless there's a COVID issue with either BYU or San Diego State, that's going to be a two-game series that's going to be really fascinating to watch coming up with games coming up next week. Uh, going down the stats for this game, again, Namish Keita with 30 points, 11 rebounds, three assists, was just phenomenal. These are just two back-to-back games. It's a bit heartbreaking that Utah State lost both of them, but just ridiculous games from Namish Keita. 14 of 19 from the field, and again, 11 rebounds and 30 points. Back-to-back 30-point performances here in Boise. Brock Miller, who we may be chatting with coming up here on the postgame show, ended up with 10 points, 4 of 8 from the field, 2 of 5 from 3, and he also had 5 rebounds. Uh, Steven Ashworth uh, with 7 points. Uh, Justin Bean with 11, 4 of 7. I thought Justin played well in this game tonight. Marco Anthony with 9, but Marco struggled with his shot. Only 3 of 19 from the field, 1 of 3 from 3, and 2 of 4 from the free throw line. Uh, Bearstow was held scoreless in this game. And then uh, you had uh, Anderson with 8, Shulga with 2, 1 of 3 from the field, 0 for 1 from the three-point line. But uh, you might see a little bit more of Max Shulga. I thought he... Uh, played really, really well in uh, the limited minutes he had tonight and uh, played some key stretches down down the uh, down the stretch here for Utah State. Final 81-77 will continue on with your post-game show next. You're listening to Aggie Basketball from Learfield IMG College. We...
Hey, final score, 81-77. Utah State loses this game by four. Uh, Broncos uh, stay with just three losses. Utah State drops to four losses, which means now they're officially uh, behind Colorado State and San Diego State. So the Aggies in the fourth spot and will need to work hard to stay there at that fourth spot going into the conference tournament uh, coming up here next week. And again, just kind of going through the schedule of what things are going to be looking like uh, throughout the conference uh, throughout the conference schedule. Boise State's got two games against San Diego State next week. Let's not hope there's not any COVID issues that keeps Boise State from going to San Diego State. Uh, Colorado State has got a couple games next week. Um, and then you got Utah State at 11-4. and four. So now the Aggies, and, and again, this is really important here. The Aggies really probably can't fall anywhere past five, but that's a problem because you've got Nevada at 9-5 and five and the Aggies at 11-4. and four. And I'm not sure exactly how they're going to seed this thing with nobody playing the full amount of games. If they'll just go off winning percentage or what that thing's going to look like. Uh, but you've got you've got Nevada who can uh, certainly cause a lot of damage to Utah State and their conference seeding if the Aggies can't get two wins uh, coming up next week. So Nevada's sitting there playing some really good games, a really good ball in the in the Mountain West Conference, just sitting there waiting for Utah State next week. And remember, they'll have a full week off because of uh, some COVID issues. Uh, I would say uh, you may want to keep an eye on those COVID issues, too, uh, for Boise State, uh, or excuse me, for Nevada in those games next week. Losing two games, and they might have to be forced to uh, miss a couple other games as well. So Craig Smith, the head coach at Utah State, joining us here in just a moment as the Aggies drop this game. And then get set for what will be uh, a couple big games coming up next week. Joining us now, Craig Smith and uh, and Coach. Again, just uh, as we talked about in the first game, I know it's kind of rinse and repeat, but just uh, little plays down the stretch, and uh, it's just uh, another heartbreaking loss here at Boise. Yeah, it was a tough loss for sure. I'm really um, saw some great efforts by some guys. Just you know, too many miscues in that second half, defensively especially, um, where we just don't execute what we're supposed to do. You know, and and they made us pay. I mean, when you give a team shoots the team shoots 70 almost 74 percent yeah you know obviously uh, we tried it one three one a few times they scored every time on it um because we you know for different reasons but it, it just uh, i'm proud of how we how hard we played i thought we executed pretty well um we have some guys in some different spots i thought max Stuga gave us great minutes tonight and he should have played more quite frankly and uh it's a tough spot to put a kid in that hasn't played a whole lot uh, but in hindsight i really wish we would have and i Kind of went against my instinct with that, but uh, but we'll have to live with that. So, you know, Kato was really, really good. You know, we got off to a great start. We had a great look to us all day. I thought yesterday, too, we had a good look to us. Um, I thought we had a great mindset and uh, got off to that start. Was it 9-0 or 11-0? Yeah. And we were really moving it and sharing it on the offensive end and um, just pass, pass, attack, driving closeouts, finishing off at two feet at the rim. Kind of had a little bit of everything, and then we had a funk where we just get away. And this team gets like that sometimes, and I don't always understand why, um, where we stop doing things that have been successful. We just start doing our own deal, and yeah. we just have had that kind of issue at times with certain guys and certain lineups. Um, and we got to be able to handle that. But at the end of the day, um, we scored enough to win, you know, um, um, 1.17 points of possession, and, and, um, 
but we just couldn't get stops. And you got to give them credit. You know, the first five minutes we couldn't guard the ball, where Key Jab was just going. Yeah. I think he had a six-zero run himself to start the second half, but we were scoring. Um, then it was kind of a potpourri of everything: not getting to an ice, um, not getting to a low hole on a, on a naked screen or roll, um, some offensive rebounds that we don't come up with, and some 50-50 yeah. balls. So, a little bit of everything. Um, but we just got to keep getting better. You know, we still got three weeks to go in the season. Obviously, this was a tough weekend for the Aggies um, in terms of our conference race and and with the NCAA tournament stuff, but. Uh, we just got to find a way to keep getting better here and and uh, close out this season on the right note. It was uh, – and the, the Boise State team, I mean, obviously Alston's a stud and Kijab did his thing and they've got some other players, but it was, you know, those back-to-back buckets by Armas down the stretch that really seemed to be the one that kind of kept you guys at bay when it felt like you were right there close to taking the edge, taking the lead. Yeah. Um, we don't we don't get to an ice on one of them and we don't get to the low hole on another one where they hit that pocket pass and give him credit that – he kind of got that, you know, at the elbow, and he takes one hard dribble and kind of crab dribbles and goes. He's a he's a he finishes way better with his left hand than right hand, and he was able to make that play. And um, and uh, you know, those are the times. You, you great defensive teams. You got to find ways to get stops, and then just kind of will yourself to get some looks in the basket. Um, you know, I, I thought Ashworth responded and played a much better game tonight. Brock Miller obviously played way better. Um, with his back, you could tell his back was feeling clearly better than the other night. Um, and we got to keep that thing going that way. But, you know, <laughs> to win in this league and win at the highest level, right, to win the big boy games, you have to be able to guard. Um, and I didn't think we executed on the defensive end like we have been for the most part all year, with the exception of those first two games. Yeah. And and it's a few things. You know, we have to be better. Some of our upperclassmen have to be better. Um, and then it also shows you losing Wooster. Mm-hmm. I mean, Raleigh, as good as he is in the offensive end with some things, he's a better defensive player. And when you get him out there, he just stabilizes things and really helps with the rotation and whatnot. But, again, Shuga can do that. And Max, you saw his three. I mean, that's a, he's got a sweet-looking smooth jumper. And he's going to get some playing time because he is um, uh, he's going to be a very good player. You got Nevada coming up next week to end the uh, regular season, and then, and then kind of a week after that, that's kind of a cushion. Do you, uh, do you anticipate any games coming, or do you know what the conference is going to do there in that last I, week? I think we'll know. You know, obviously, you got a good Nevada team that just swept uh, Boise before yeah. we played them, and they got everything. They got size inside. They have two guards. You know, Grant Sherfield's a guy that's uh, in a discussion for the Player of the Year candidate, and deservingly so. And um, number four for them as well is an elite scorer. So. They have everything. They have skill, they have athleticism, and they have bigs, and they just keep getting better defensively. It feels like that's a team I've seen a lot just because they seem to play our opponents right before we do yeah. most of the year. And then that week after, um, nothing's been determined. I think we'll find out a lot more early to midweek next week. Um, and so we'll see what they what they tell us. But I fully anticipate that we'll be playing a game or two um, in that following week leading into the, and we need it. We need some games. We need, uh, you know, just, and nobody's complaining or making excuses, but we need to, I I thought tonight was much more, uh, there was much more flow specifically in the offensive end and thought we got, we still got to shoot it better. I mean, obviously going three for 16 and last night from the three and four for 14 tonight from the three. I mean, we got to be able to shoot it a lot better than that. Um, uh, and and so so that'll be obviously a big area of emphasis. But we got to get some games in. We got to get our rhythm back. We just got to get 
back into the flow uh, of what we're trying to do and and uh, take care of business, whomever they uh, allow us to play, and then hopefully we get a conference tournament. Yeah. And I don't know anything when I say that. I just you can read some of the tea leaves with what's going on around the country, and and hopefully we get a uh, what could potentially be going on around the country, and. Hopefully we get a conference tournament and be able to play and try to defend our title. Yeah, there you go. Coach, appreciate the time. Thanks so much. All right, thanks, Scotty. Appreciate All right. it. There you go. Coach Craig Smith, Utah State drops this one. We'll continue on with your postgame show next from Learfield IMG College. All right, that wraps it up. Utah State drops a tough one tonight, 81-77. to And uh, Utah State will have some work to do coming up next week against Nevada. Uh, Nevada's sitting out this week with some COVID issues, uh, so that'll be an interesting storyline to keep, on, li- keep, keep uh, on the line as well. By the way, make sure to check out the next Coaches Show coming up on Monday, February 26th, 22nd. We'll chat with uh, Coach Craig Smith as well as a player, and uh, you can also catch it on the Facebook Live page as well. All right, Utah State drops a heartbreaker tonight. Big thanks to Eric back in studio. Ajay here as well. Uh, Final in this one, 81-77, and you heard it all right here from Learfield IMG College.